David Bennett, and this is Bitcoin And, a podcast where I try to find the edge effect between the worlds of Bitcoin, gaming, permaculture, podcasting, and education to gain a better understanding of all. Edge effect is a concept from ecology describing a greater diversity of life where the edges of two systems overlap. While species from either system can be found at the edge, it is important to note there are species in the overlap that exist in neither system, and that is what I seek to uncover. So join me in discovering the variety of things being created as Bitcoin rubs up against other systems. Good morning, people. It's 10.30 a.m., November the 30th, 2018. And yeah, it's weather outside is pretty frightful for Bitcoin. Oh, well. All of us, most of us have been here before. Um, today, I'm going to be doing a short one for you. Um, so we'll do a couple of uh, couple things in the morning roundup and then I uh, want to read you Marty's bent and then I'm going to be out. So we'll get go ahead and get started. One of the uh, first things that I saw this morning was a Coindesk article. Um, new... See, yeah, a uh, new crypto mining malware seen to evolve, say researchers. And this is written by uh, Yogita Khatri. Researchers at Israel based cybersecurity firm Checkpoint Software Technology say that a relatively new form of crypto mining malware, dubbed King Miner, is quote unquote evolving. In a research note on Thursday, the firms Idu Solomon and Adi Iken said that King Miner, a Monero mining malware that first appeared about six months ago, is changing through time to avoid detection, even replacing older versions of itself that it encounters on host machines. Man, that's kind of scary. Quote, the malware continuously adds new features and bypass methods to avoid emulation. Mainly, it manipulates the needed files and creates a dependency, which is critical during emulation, end quote. <clears throat> the evasion methods allow attacks to be more successful, they continued, predicting that such evasion techniques will continue to evolve during 2019 and become more common in crypto mining malware. As a result of these tactics, the malware is also being detected by security systems at significantly reduced rates. The malware usually targets Microsoft servers, predominantly IIS slash SQL, and while configured to harness 75% of the victim machine's CPU capacity for mining, it actually uses up the full 100%. Oh, man. Uh, To preserve its secrecy, KingMiner is also seen to use a private mining pool to avoid detection, which also has its API switched off. We have yet to determine which domains are used. Oh, sorry, let me start that again. We have not yet determined which domains are used, also this, as this is also private. However, we can see that the attack is currently widespread from Mexico to India, Norway, and Israel, the researchers said. So yeah, man, um, you guys that are, you know, uh, a server, you know, server managers uh, might want to start checking, you know, kind of spot checking this stuff. Um, yes, you know, I don't know how, 
how you guys are going to do that. Cause it, now if this is, is slipping by, uh, uh, you know, virus detection, uh, standard virus detection protocols could get ugly. So I don't know. Um, guess just do what you can, uh, on up the chain is, um, an interest, a small yet interesting, uh, read of a, uh, of a Twitter back and forth started by Renee Pickert at Renee Pickhart, uh, R E N E P I C K H R H A R D T. My fundraiser, and he gives a link to it, goal is not reached. One viewer accidentally sent the entire wallet balance instead of 30 euro. Of course, I will do a refund. What's the best way of verifying ownership of the address? Share private keys <coughs> of empty wallet? Sign message? Other? So, uh, Karsten writes back, sign a message you send to viewer to prove knowledge of the private key. Renee writes back, the other way around? Viewer has to sign a message, but it's is that possible with Samurai Wallet? Secret Blockstream employee number 20 writes and says, yes, Samurai can sign, but you might need to uh, pepper a bit of dust in the wallet because I think the UI requires a balance to access the signing feature. And a Samurai Wallet immediately wrote back, we're going to add the sign message functionality to the built-in address calculator tools in troubleshooting after following this thread. So, What's what's neat here? There's a couple of neat things that are going on. One, Renee is a stand-up guy, dude. I mean, he he does he he received on accident the entire balance of somebody who was giving him a, a donation, and he's stand-up guy because he's going to give it back, and that's that's really cool. But he's also taking care to make sure that he sends it back to the absolute correct person. The other thing that's really cool here is Samurai Wallet jumping at the chance to um, add, uh, to make it easier for their uh, wallet software to do things like this. I mean, I mean, that's some, I got to say, that's some pretty impressive customer service. So we'll keep a, we should keep an eye on Samurai Wallet to see how, uh, uh, how they follow up on that. Uh, That's going to do it for the uh, uh, morning roundup. Marty bent, Marty's bent for Friday, November the 30th, 2018. This is issue 370, a mining death spiral. Not likely. And uh, first up is a, is a link to um, a CoinShares blog. Uh, it's a Medium post, but it's uh, for CoinShares, and it will be in um, it will be in my uh, uh, curated Twitter feed, which you can find in the show notes. Anyway, uh, so the ver- the thing that uh, that he's got linked to is this little passage that says, "But I thought price follows hash rate. It doesn't. And moreover, how can that possibly be the case?" Miners are compensated in Bitcoin, but incur cost in their local currency. Under a steady hash rate market, the Bitcoin exchange price is directly proportional to their payout. 
at average competitive conditions, increasing your hash rate in a falling market will only make you lose money as mining costs will increase in line with the difficulty increases caused by increasing hash rates. Only when price increase only when prices increase can the hash rate increase in excess of efficiency gains to compensate for increasing difficulty and costs. So Marty's bent on that is, here's a great piece from CoinShares that takes a dive into the dynamics of mining operations, how these operations stay profitable by balancing capital expenditures and operational expenditures, and how difficulty adjustments ensure that we do not enter a mining death spiral caused by unprofitability. There is also a great explanation of why hash power follows price and not the other way around. For some reason, this has been a heated debate for a while, yet it seems obvious to me. Price is the lure that drives capitalists to plug in miners and chase tokens to be liquidated for a slight profit, hopefully. Definitely check it out when you get a chance today or or over the weekend and share it with anyone who is curious as to how the economics of mining work for individual operations. Second up in his bent is hubris will be the downfall of the incumbent system. And as we've probably already seen, that idiot from UBS uh, was on CNBC's Fast Money. So Marty's put up a uh, 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 that tweet, and it says, UBS says it's time to bury Bitcoin. The man behind the bold call, UBS's Paul Donovan, makes his case. Marty's bent. Take two minutes to listen to an idiot from UBS throw every week straw man trope at Bitcoin while simultaneously displaying a lack of economics 101 knowledge about money printing and inflation. After that, take a look at a couple of examples of just how hubristic the incumbent financial plus political system and the banks that run it have become. They believe they're above the law. Who can blame them, though? We all just sit here and take it in the face. Hat tip Matt Odell, apparently forgiving him this, goes on. Exclusive, the Pentagon's massive accounting uh, fraud exposed. How U.S. military... Uh, spending keeps rising even as the platform flunks its audit by Dave Lindorf. That was November, a story out of Reuters, November 27th, so it's recent. And then uh, second up is uh, police search offices of Deutsche Bank board members. Uh, that we know where that happened, that the whole money, money laundering thing. So, yeah. And when he saw it, now this is me talking, when um, uh when Marty was talking about that uh, money printing and inflation, what he's talking about is the excerpt that I've, I've heard about it this morning that, and I haven't seen it I'll, but what I'm hearing is that this guy actually looked at the camera or, or whoever he was interviewing with and said that printing money does not cause inflation. Let that rattle around your head UBS is one of the larger financial institutions in the world, and their global chief economist doesn't seem to know a fundamental law of how economies work. When you print money, you are inflating the money. You are inflating the money's. Uh, you're inflating the money supply. It doesn't buy. It won't buy as much as it did the day before you printed new money. And every time you print money, the same thing happens. You're inflating it. This is just. It's really weird to hear somebody actually say something like that. 
I don't know why he would say anything like that. So anyway, final thought from Marty here is going to be nothing worse than thinking you'll be home in 15 minutes only to find out your subway line is shut down, forcing you into a cab that inevitably takes an hour to get you to your bed. Enjoy your weekend, freaks. Yep, and it, that'll do it for Marty's Bent, and uh, you'll find Marty Bent over at Marty Bent on Twitter. Give him a follow. Make sure that you uh, listen to a t- at go over to at TFTC twenty one to get to where you can uh, listen to his podcast Tales from the Crypt, and then Rabbit Hole Recap with him and uh, Matt O'Dell. Uh, really, I always enjoy to listen to that, as well as uh, listening to uh, Guy Swans at Cryptoconomy podcast which is always really really good uh get over there follow those dudes um, and listen to the shows like i said i'm gonna keep this one real short uh there's today is i'm sure is there's a lot of stuff going on but uh, it's Friday. I just, I'm going to chill out, man. So uh, you guys have a really good weekend and we'll uh, catch you on the other side. This has been Bitcoin and, and I'm your host, David Bennett. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and hope to see you again real soon. Have a great day.